Welcome to the Swinging Along Podcast, the most real and raw of the lifestyle podcast. Follow us on our journey as swingers and ultimate kingsters. Come down the rabbit hole of our naughty escapades and strap in or strap on with your hosts, Karen and Chris. Enjoy. Hey, Swingin' Alongers. Welcome back to another episode of Swingin' Along. Episode number 80. Woo, we are 20 oh, away from shit. 100. What do you want to do? Well, we kind of talked about it. I think we're going to do something special. Um, <laughs> the way we've been mapping out our podcast episodes, it looks like we'll hit 100 right around New Jersey Exotico. Um, and well, I think we're going to do something fun there. What a better place. A swinging podcast and a porn community uh, event. Yeah, I mean, kink, porn, lifestyle everything and exotic listen exotic is its own beast its own beast yeah, it's fun some of all the time uh if you haven't you go to an exotic event once in your life absolutely <laughs> but we got some uh tito's poured here yes. thanks to the lovely wife and everyone's like wait a minute not fireball no, we're no. trying to cut back a little bit on it we're both down yes. a few pounds here philly and i are on our listen We've got a lot of opportunities, as we talked about in the last podcast, but they've actually been consistently moving forward, and some of those opportunities have come true, and, you know, it just makes you want to, you know, look at certain things, and while I will never give up my fireball, Tito's has a lot less calories. Absolutely, a lot less sugar, so... Um, while While I'm out with fans, followers, listeners, whatever, from camming, podcasting, whatever... Trust me, I will still never turn down a fireball shot. Absolutely, so, but cheers, cheers baby. To happy you. So, you happy episode number 80. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have Chicago coming up. I am tagging along with her on this one. Um, it's approaching, what are we, six weeks away or so, I think, roughly? It's like uh, in the 20s of April, so we're about probably six weeks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right now. The shot got a little warm while I was sitting. So, um, so obviously we talk about this stuff all the time, and we always bring up like, hey, we got the content house in June, we got Chicago uh, Exotica in April, I'm so and obviously we talk about the basic things all the time. Like, uh, you're obviously fully booked on collabs, and for the most part, and you're ready to go. We do have a few meetings lined up that we're swinging along studios, which is great. Yes. Um, and apparently some parties, possibly. Yes, we got invited to a private party. Um, it's actually. Um, a listener who <clears throat> has been around for a very long time. We've developed quite a relationship with them. I met them, uh, it's a couple, at, I met quite a few couples at the last time I went to Chicago last year. Um, but this particular couple, I felt terrible because they had invited me. Um, I actually, it's funny because I got like three invites to a lifestyle event, but I will admit it was my first Exotica. I had plans with the other models. I was by myself in a new city. Um, I, listen, I'm a confident girl. I was a little intimidated. I was a little intimidated of like, you know, not knowing anybody or going with anyone in particular, but I look back at it now and I'm like, oh, I should have been a little bit more spontaneous because we've actually become really good friends with the uh, with these listeners and they invited us to a private party um and we are going to be it's like it's obviously at one of the hotels because i don't know if you ever who anyone who's ever been to exotica chicago obviously it's at um the uh 
oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank now on the act, what it's called, the, the convention center, the exact name of it. But there's like, um, connected to the convention are like these, uh, bridges, like enclosed bridges, almost like when we walk from the garage to some of the casinos. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. But they're connected. I think like, uh, Bally's and Caesars yes. have that where, yes. but you, all of these hotels, like the Hilton hotel, um, and, and the host hotel and things like that, they're all, they all have tunnels that go connect to the, um, the convention center. So they're very big about, these hotels are kind of like the main hub, not only for the main stars to stay in, which the main stars usually stay in the host hotel for Exotica, but you do get a lot of lifestyle people who stay in the other connecting hotels because it's just easy to network, meet people. You have a couple cocktails in the VIP section. And I mean, it's just, it's a really good time. And I'm very excited because we did get invited to one of the hotel, um, like sweet parties in a sense. And it'll be fun. I mean, it's a private party. It's not going to be in day because so what I my understanding is so last year there was um, an issue in, at Miami Exotica and the reason I know about this issue is because two of my cam model friends were directly involved in this. I believe we talked about this briefly, but I'll just give like a quick synopsis. Um, sometimes when you go to these events, and this is why I wanted to bring this up because with exotica chicago quickly approaching any lifestylers that are that are attending and looking for parties i do think you need to watch out for certain types of parties there are certain parties where uh anyone can attend which is totally fine i'm all for that but they charge people at the door and they charge like single guys like 150 dollars. but there's no there's no screening there's nothing like that and what tends to happen is any particular person can attend these events. And that's where I get their their goal of charging 150. I understand what they're doing. They're trying to weed out Exactly people. what a club does. Yes. Yes. But you may have guys that that might be their last 150 and they don't right. care but and these, they want to get up there. But these are people that are not necessarily 100% lifestyle oriented. They are, I want to get, so my friends were invited to this party because, and they were kind of using them as promo as promo they met them at exotica they invited them to the party told them you know they're gonna have beverages and stuff like that they don't have to pay anything and they were taking their pictures and they were sending out these pictures in group text messages that people were texting to sign up for the details on the party the reason we know this is another cam model friend of mine amber and her man they are in the lifestyle they were signed up for alerts to these parties because they were under the impression these were legitimate parties. And they were sending these pictures without authorization. So they were trying to bait people saying, look at all the single ladies we have here. But these women, these my two friends, they were just curious about the parties. They were curious about the lifestyle. They weren't necessarily going to engage in play. And but the problem that they were having was... There was consent issues about being touched sometimes and, you know, and then they were continuing to use their pictures as promo saying that these girls are going to be at other parties. And I think that's like the, one of the biggest uh, problems in the lifestyle that people don't realize is something like that, a party is being kind of, the lifestyle is kind of being used as a cover for these individuals having an ulterior motive. And whatnot, and their ulterior motive was to use these women to help promote themselves without their consent. And like you said, rumors of touching inappropriately, things like that. Right. They're using the swinging type lifestyle as a 
facade yes. to lure these young women who, let's, let's be honest, a lot of times it's young women who don't know any better because they haven't been around in the life. And they're not even lifestyle people sometimes. Like you said, they're at Exotica. So a lot of the people that attend Exotica that are creators are just uh, regular women that can that might even be in relationships with people. They're not in our lifestyle. So when you use our lifestyle as a a uh, cover for what you're trying to do, and then you mislead people to turn into something else, that's kind of when the problem comes in with somebody's party. So you got to be very careful of yes. where you attend and where you go. Like for you, I'll be there with you. Nobody would be doing that to you. Hey, you're a boss-ass bitch to begin with. <laughs> but also, when you have a dude with you, it changes all the dynamics. We always say, people will say, how do you feel when she goes to these events with, without you? Do you think you feel that she's safe? And you go... Yeah, I feel she's safe. I feel bad for the person that tries anything on her. But anything can happen. No one's invincible. Oh, 100%. And I never think of and, myself as I'll be able. But and it's wrong. So I will be say careful. The, That's all. These parties were swinger parties. But they were, like, for, for people that think that we just, saw, you know, months ago were going after uh, people that we thought were monetizing lifestyle. These are people that were monetized. They were they were making a, pro a big profit. There was an ulterior motive. Ulterior motive. Ulterior? ulterior yes. Ulterior uh, motive. motive that they 100% you know were not being clear to the, the single women there. There was no you know they were taking videos without their consent of them at the party and you know just a whole bunch of like nonsense that was going on. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to go, I was trying to give the shortened version of it. So when you, any lifestyler that's going to be going to any of these exotic events, particularly when we go to Chicago, since that's the first one, just do your due diligence and research. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't think you're not going to get invited if you don't ask things. If you are a single woman that's going to be going to these uh, parties, I mean, I have a few, I have a ton of industry friends who have kind of migrated into the lifestyle. I, I do have some who are 100% monogamous and they're in the lifestyle. They're married. I'm sorry. They're in the camming industry. They're married and they 100% are very honest with their followers. No, I'm not. I'm not, you know, I'm monogamous with my husband. I'm just here to entertain and be sex positive. That's what I was about to say your friends were interested in the lifestyle. That's why they went. Yes. It was a lifestyle party, yes. but it was very manipulative the way they went about it. Yes. And now you just ruined a first time experience. Like luckily these two knew me and Amber and they were talking to us about it. And we were like, listen, this is like, I would be, uh, I wouldn't be a hundred percent accurate if I were to tell you that things don't happen at parties, clubs, hotel takeovers, or anything like that. There are bad apples in everything. This will be what? Your fourth Exotica? Uh, Third or fourth? This will be my fourth. How many? You the did... AVNs I went to, that will be my fifth convention, we'll say. Okay. Okay. Because I've gone to... But it'll be your fourth Exotica. I've gone to two... The two Jer 2019 Jersey was my first, and 2020, before, before the pandemic hit, hit, um, that was AVN. So then I, there was no conventions yes, and that then you year. Went to then I went to 2021 Jersey. Jersey. Then I went to 2022 22, Chicago. Chicago. Yes. yes. So this will be your fourth Exotica Fifth Convention. Yes. First with me. Yes. Curious. Okay. How do you plan on approaching this? Okay. So now we I, love I each went. Other. To, I went <laughs> no, now, okay. Kidding. So now I went to Vegas, but and you went and did your thing a few hours here and there, um, but. 
we kind of partied most of it because we were in Vegas yeah. for the first time ever. We met up with listeners. Yeah. We, we, we I mean, this we is went, different. This we is not Vegas. Vegas. We this went is, hard in Vegas. This is Chicago. <laughs> There's no Fremont Street. There's no walk the strip, casinos, the gamble. No, but baby, wait till I bring you to Chicago. And it's not even in <laughs> Chicago. It's in, I think, Rosemont, which is yeah, like I mean, right outside still, Chicago. Still, yes, but it's. Like a twenty minute. Well, I'm Uber saying, drive. Like, I can't walk out of my hotel and go to the bar on. Uh, you you could yeah. if we were staying in the city, but no, we're yeah. staying right. We're staying in one of the so, host hotels. So your thoughts on our first time going together? So, um, I I approach it this way: daytime hours, right? Is all business for me. I'm up early. I go to the gym. You know this. I mean, you've you've got you've gone to Atlantic City with me, where we're there for a few days. Oh yeah, I like to go. I hear all your stories. I like to get cardio in, but I, I'm all business. I get ready. I I I I do my cut like my promos and stuff like that. I do spend a lot of time at the convention. You will be at the convention as well with me, but I'm also working as well. So. You know, it is kind of fun to probably have you know that you're around and maybe watching me flirt and, and mingle and stuff like that. Uh, of course, I will be leaving the, the booth occasionally to go take shots with you and, and drinks because they do have – in Chicago, they allow alcohol at the convention for in the VIP section. Um, and, of course, I'll be doing collabs. If you wanted to come with me with the collabs, which we have already agreed on because you would be helping me with the tech stuff and all of my collaborators are – like, first of all, if anyone wasn't cool with that, bringing a, a not even a chaperone, bringing an assistant or something like that, then that's like a red flag for me of like, well, then why do you want me to come alone? Exactly. And I like that you used assistant over yeah. husband. Yes. Because I get like the husband could cause jealousy issues. Right. No. We're business um, partners. But, we literally are. But if you were upset with someone bringing an assistant, no jealousy, no any kind of issue like that, then that's a red flag to begin with. So usually, and those are red flags that if you're on like sex worker Twitter, we'll, we all communicate with each other. Like I've seen people call out other collaborators who are like, um, yeah, I, I went to, we were scheduling collab. I told him I was bringing an assistant. He asked if it was male or female. And as soon as he found out it was male, he was like hard pass. And I was like, why? Red, red like, flag, yeah, right? red flag. Um, but so come nighttime, uh, I'm excited to bring you to the after parties. I'm excited to go, obviously, to the hotel take, or I'm sorry, the the lifestyle party that we're going to. I'm excited that we, you and I are going to go into the city the one night and stuff like that. You're coming with me to the Chatterbait dinner that they're throwing. Um, it is interesting. It's just, it's, I don't, it's weird because I'm used to going to like the after parties as like a single person, you know, in a sense of. But in reality, you're still single. Well, you know what I mean, but it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to leave you at the party or in a sense of when we, we're going to arrive at the party together, co-mingle in the beginning together and stuff like that. But I also want you to have fun oh. or I want us to find fun together. Like it's, I'm approaching it as if we yeah. were going to a swingers club, but it's, it's, it's not because there's a ton of flirting exactly. and stuff and that even goes then, on. Like if you if you met up with someone and you were like and you you and him really hit it off and you really wanted to do like a cuck moment, mm-hmm. um, I get what you're saying where you're not gonna just leave me and I agree with that. That's one of those situations where you go, okay, uh, you want to come back to my hotel? That's fine. This is my hotel. I'll be there at this time. You text me when you're there because that mean you will go back to the hotel together. And we would hang out for a little bit, and then you would, it would be like, okay, babe, I uh, want you go wait at the bar, right? And I'll let you know 
when I'm done. Right. And whatnot and whatever. So it's not like, a, hey, I'm just going to leave you at the party. And which, don't get me wrong, you leave me at a party. But like, we're talking the parties might be like 20 minutes away from the hotel. And just go back to the random hotel. It's not like at a swingers club where you go down to the room and I'm still in the building though. Well, here's the beautiful thing about Chicago. And like, that's why I gave you the, the, in your head, like trying to give you the visual. The, the party that we're invited to is in one of the, is a hotel that's attached to the convention center. The after parties are at the host hotel, which attached to the uh, convention our center. Hotel across our hotel is con- attached to the convention, like we don't oh. have to travel anywhere in a sec- other than like it oh. might take you 15 minutes to walk to that oh, section. Well, then, but, then you can go ahead and get. Um, <laughs> no, I know. I, I guess it's it'll be interesting I for thought it'd me. I thought it would be further away. It'll be interesting for me because normally I just have to worry about myself. Even when I'm at the convention, like I get there, I set myself up, I check in myself. Yeah. You know, I go to the bar. Other than with my friends, you know, like we're all like, oh, we'll meet you there, blah, blah, blah type of thing. But, you know, I do have you. And the thing is, is that I think because I'm so open, like everyone on my cam streams know about my lifestyle. I'm very open in the community. I post on my sex worker Twitter about the swinging lifestyle. They know that I'm married and that you're a cuckold. I don't think it's going to hinder if someone sees me like hanging out like with like you, like at a party of them approaching me to want to hang out or I mean, say I would hi. hope not. And let's be honest, if you're afraid to approach you while I'm there, yeah. then you're just not meant for well, approaching here's the thing, us. Th- because people, like, not a lot of my sex worker friends or industry people know exactly what you look like, would you approach a model seeing that she's talking to another guy? <sighs> okay, okay, that's you know a fair point. They don't so, know that you're necessarily my husband. Do I got... So I just wear a shirt that said I'm her husband. You should be and it like has an arrow point at I would love to get you a top that says Danielle Banks Beta. Yes, she, like yes, take, so, please please steal her away. Please approach. Please approach. <laughs> steal her away. Buy her a drink. Buy her a shot. Buy her a beer. Buy her a shot. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm so excited for this trip. Um, I don't necessarily know when I'm going to be sleeping a little bit because I just feel like, like I said, I like to get up early you and sleep do when stuff. You're dead. Well, I say that, but I also say I'll sleep on the plane. And we were talking about this on stream yesterday. I'm already a very nervous flyer. I'll happily sleep on the plane. But on the way, I never am nervous on my flight home because I'm so eager to get home. Like, I want to be up in the air and hightail on I was more nervous on the flight home from Vegas than there. Really? Yes. A had well, to, I was sick. Had to do with the airplane. Oh, we were because we frontier. Yes. B, <laughs> we had, flew fancy the first it, on the right there. It had to do with the fact that the party was over. When we go away, and we've gone away on numerous occasions, we've gone to Vegas, we've gone to Florida twice. Um, when we go away, it's a party. We drink at the ho- the, the lobby bar at the oh yeah at the yeah. airport. Uh, hell, when we went to Vegas, I don't care. My mom picked us up from a, a bar. We went and had lunch. She did. And picked we us went, up from the Tilted Kill. We went and had lunch, and we had some drinks and some shots, and she picked us up, dropped us off, and we went straight. To, once we got through everything, check-in, all that, security, we went right, We found the closest bar to our terminal, which was the perfect bar because that dude was amazing. Aww. And whatnot. Listen, nowhere in a, in the Philadelphia airport, any airport, can you get a total bill after drinking and getting a, a fun co- mixed cocktail that he recommended. And our bill was forty dollars. So I'm always your, I'm always yeah. nervous to fly because I, I I have this weird fear of control and not control in a bad way. Like I just I feel like like I know they say it's safer to fly than drive, but I feel like I'm in control. I feel like I can avoid that car coming at me because it just I have the ability. 
you can't help that when you're in the air. Ten, right. like 10,000 feet or whatever it is. 30,000 feet. Oh my I God, I was going to say 10,000. You want to be know. up higher, babe. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> 30,000 feet. <laughs> and whatnot. So it, it does freak me out a little bit. So taking off kind of sucks. And when you're sitting there just waiting to go, and the wait is always forever. But we party, so I'm a little feeling good, and I don't really think about it. So you know how we're dealing with the edible issue in Jersey right now yeah. because a lot of the a lot of the delivery services in Jersey are getting shut. They're getting the cease and desist letters because they they're not regulated. We don't have mom and pop shops open yet, right? We just have dispensaries, and the edible. So Chris and I don't smoke. And we only do edibles, but they only sell lozenges. And these lozenges are just like, for us, it's just horrible. We like the gummies. It's not worth and the we, milligram for the price. Yeah. And we also, we take about 20 milligrams. It helps us with, uh, my anxiety is helps amazing. Sleep. Helps uh, Chris pain. sleep and pain. And, you know, I'm so productive on edibles. Like I am like the energizer bunny and focus. It's, I know it's weird because I'm, uh, I guess. So, so we do dive into the but gray I will tell you this of edibles in a sense of our state. When Selena got me the pack of edibles because she got to Chicago yes. a few hours before me, she was heading to the city, and I said, "Hey, <laughs> to a hey, to so that I don't have to do that when I get there. Can do? Can you please, please, please? I'll send you the money." She's like, "Of course, I'm going to be there anyway." She picked me up a pack, and these were ten milligrams, right? And I was like, "All right, I'm not going to take one, but I know this shit isn't going to right hit as it does normal." That hit me so good and so long. I took one of those before I left for the airport. I went to the convention that Sunday. I had to fly out that night. So I went there for a few hours on the last day, wrapped it up, headed to the airport. I remember, this is how the edibles are. I was standing in the line to print out my ticket and stuff like that. And, um, oh, to check my bag. I'm you sorry. You remember you had it? And, well, I gave the edibles to the rest of the girls because I you yeah, can't travel you with can't it. Travel. But... I'm just standing there. I'm on the phone with you, but I can feel the warmness really oh, kick okay. in. Right. And the 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 dog, the airport dogs that sniff your luggage and everything like that. This and it wasn't like a like a German Shepherd. It was this cute little like Schnauzer dog. <laughs> and I see it at my foot and it's sniffing my back. And I immediate paranoia hits me of did I fucking wait? I gave the all the right. I don't have like one edible in here or something like that. Like what happened? And I almost went to reach to pet the dog and because. Like I love, I love animals, and I stopped right away. That then it was a, a female handler, and she giggled and she was like, "Thank you for not touching." I was like, "I'm so sorry, I almost did." And she's like, "No, you're fine." But I had that split panic moment of, "Oh my god, why is he sniffing my my bag?" But sniffed all the bags. No, I listen. We we talk all when you know what the, one of the best parts about when you would go away without me would be like the fun in a sense, like the the the. All right, so I'm happily married, coming on 13 years now, and there's something fun though about like having like boy time and whatnot. In a sense, like I got the whole house to myself, and like I'm you go out, I'm ordering like a bucket of KFC, probably not healthy, but like it's like. And Chris only eats the skin yeah. off of the KFC, by the way. And why not? And it just, like, the day you went to Chicago, I went to the bar. I went to the liquor store. I grabbed myself, like, two cases of beer, uh, a whole bunch of Fireball. And then I went to ShopRite, stocked up on what I needed for that. And on the way home, I picked up some Chick-fil-A. 
and just like, and then I sat and I and I and I just binge watched like a whole bunch of fucking TV. But every time you called me, I was available. Right. Every time you FaceTime me, I'm available. Like, I'm home. You're out in a whole new world, another city. Being slutty. I am there for your becking call. Yeah. I will say I'm very excited to come with you this time. I'm intrigued. I am. I've never. The few times you've gone to Exotica, I've always been meaning to come. Especially we have one in Jersey, but I've never come up. And I keep meaning to because Well, Jersey, I'm like, extra busy because I'm like, hey, Jersey. I, I can get you the, the VIP pass. You can yeah. walk around yeah. and see all the girls and meet everybody and all that. I'm I've like never VIP a, in Jersey because I'm Jersey. The only person <laughs> I've ever met in your life of this has been Selena because we met her at a, uh, a show. The Suicide Girls yeah. show, yeah. Um, and that's where you guys became friends. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. I will say, I haven't flown since January of 2020. <laughs> Vegas. I promise, baby, it's fine. I, I also never had start. the option of edibles flying. Yes. I think that'll help. It will. A thousand percent. It will. I'm, when I tell you, when I mean, look, I took a, I had a window seat on my flight home and we hit a thunderstorm. We flew over it and old me would have panicked. I was, not only did I have a few beers in me, because uh, someone recognized me at the Chicago airport and bought me a few beers and uh, we were chit-chatting before his flight. And um, he, I trust me, whenever I meet people that recognize me, I immediately, like a porn starts playing out in my head. Like, oh, is this where we go and sneak off into an airport bathroom and have some fun and stuff like that? Like, I immediately oh, start Dude, doing your, that. Your brain is bad mine <laughs> in a kinky way. Um, and I was literally videotaping the 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 flight going, like, from the you, window. You, and I, <laughs> you, te- you showed me it. And I'm like, you didn't panic? And you're like, no, I'm feeling good. And I had these really nice ladies next to me. They that were so nice. We're like, baby girl, it's going to be okay. And That's exactly what they kept saying. They kept saying, baby we girl, got, you're fine. We you're got fine. you. Yes. And whatnot. But, so we're going to Exotica, obviously. Because so my last you question are, before we move on to the yeah, next yeah, topic. Yeah. Do you have any intention of playing? I know you're like the beta cuck, but you do. we do uh, engage I, in swapping. And, and we're, we have an open. We do we do play separately. Like I always have intention mm-hmm. but obviously the uh hot wife cuckold lifestyle is a much easier lifestyle to accomplish okay but i'm never opposed to if we find a couple together right or if i find someone separately i mean i do plan on walking around the convention and meeting people and whatnot with you and who knows maybe you Talk to someone and be like, hey, we're an open marriage, yada, yada. And if someone piques an interest, that's fine. Yeah. And if obviously we're always open to a female or a male ourselves together. So what okay. not? Um, I mean, everything's always on the table and open. We do have a hotel room of our own, obviously. And yeah. we're right there. And we always, and we picked that one for a purpose. I know your very first Exotica, you, you had a decent hotel and your girl picked one too far away. But when you went to Chicago... We fucked up, and you picked one too far away. <laughs> I said, I mean, my hotel was nice. But um, I mean, probably because they sell out real fast in the host one. They do, um, but I also, I was engaging, like, I should have looked at Chicago's, like, Philly, where even though it says it's X amount of minutes away, you've got highway and traffic, and, like, listen, yeah. you travel in Philly at three, four o'clock in the afternoon, you know, on was it four four, mi- four miles is an hour. Yeah, so I mean <laughs> I I wasn't technically 
I wasn't near where everyone else was. But in my head, I was like, oh, I'm only 10 minutes, so 15 minutes away. But <laughs> this one's different. We made sure that you had, we yes, had one yes. right connected right there. <laughs> so I feel like anything can happen and anything's available. I agree. If you find a couple and you're like, hey, you're going to love my husband. We meet at the bar, hang out. We're what? A 15 minute walk through a fucking tunnel, like you said, or whatever, an overpass or whatever yeah. it is and whatnot. Yeah. Same for you, same for me and whatnot. So I think it'd be a good time. I think it would be really hot if I'm like there daytime working, streaming and mingling and networking. I send and, you a little And picture. you send me a picture and you're like, you've got a girl bent over and you're like, have fun working, baby. I'm getting my work in. Oh, damn. Hey, hey. <laughs> so Exotica in April, Chicago. I'm a great guy. <laughs> Can I, can I pit myself out on here? <laughs> By the way, uh, one little thought process. When we do make our one little fun little date night in the city, one, I can tell you now, one of the bars we're aiming for is Barstool's Bar. Yes. Um, we're big fans of Barstool. Yes. And so if you want to meet us, there's a chance we will be there. Yes. Obviously, we have Snapchat. You guys got our Snapchat. We'll be keeping you up to date, but mm -hmm. whatnot. Um, but obviously we're going because you can't. Last mm -hmm. night, you had a fun little camp session last night. I did. You uh, had date night, movie night. Yes. Movie date night. Um, I don't know. I don't want to question it at all. I'm not, I'm not even mad. Like, I'm not trying to question it. The past, I would say, Sorry. three weeks in terms of my career in the industry between the collabs I'm doing for me to... Uh, uh, not transition because I'll always cam. I love camming. But to add on like mainstream and filming with production companies has really picked up even my social media following. But my cam rooms have really picked up. And I've been doing dual streams. I stream in the morning or early afternoon. And then I do a late night stream. I've also been getting a lot of like Amazon wishlist gifts, with uh, gifts which got, I understand some, some people, they don't understand like why are, why do you have like a wishlist and what you did? Not me, but I've seen it against sex workers. And um, I think if you're not in the industry, it's a, it's a way for people to help you get more equipment. And, and it's just – if you're in the industry, it's just a way of um, fans and followers to show appreciation if it's your birthday or things like that. And what I do is it's not necessarily – and a lot of other sex workers do it. If someone buys you something, it's um, – you're rewarding them. So you are still sending them something yeah, in return. Absolutely. You're sending them pictures, yeah. exclusive pictures of it. Maybe 100%. you're using the toy. So it's not like it's you like, spoil I think, oh, I did. Well, because I am can. appreciative of what people said, but someone sent me this beautiful, sexy, see-through dress and I used it on date night last night. I said that is an AC exotica dress. Yes. Last night, for whatever reason, so we used to have this joke, me and Philly, Philly, oh my gosh, I just <laughs> called you your thing. Me and Chris used to have this joke on camp. Tuesdays, for whatever reason, were always slow for me. Like, we just knew I was barely going to make any money, but I still Which was camped. Which is weird. Can I say real quick? Can I chime in? Yeah. It is Titty Tuesday. I know. And you have the best titties in the business, BTITV. Well, I have that down pack. We're going to have a <laughs> merchandise for that. Um, but he turned around and, and oh, I'm sorry, we, I was camming one day on a Tuesday and it was phenomenal. It was amazing. It was, and I was like, oh shit. I was oh, only stunned it wasn't yeah. good. But a couple weeks ago, Tuesday flipped and we had an amazing day. And then Wednesdays now have become kind of my slow days a little bit. But last night I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to approach this as... 
I'm going to make like a ton, a ton of money tonight, right? <clears throat> Let me put on this dress. I have, a t I have a ton of new regular followers who literally... They dedicate so much of their time just to hang out with me on cam, engage so I'm not bored if it's slow and stuff like that. I'm like, we're going to date night. We're going to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. And yes, as yes. As cheesy as it is. I fucking <laughs> love it. So let's just, and I'm not getting into the debate about the tr like the kink community and how they feel about it. No, no, no. Listen, I like it. Okay. So we watched it. And the thing that my followers love is my comical commentary because you can't really stream the actual movie. So like... I'm watching it. I'm kind of relaying what's happening, but then they can they you can hear it in the background. Yeah, and I react to certain parts of the cheesiness, and people love it. So I am in this dress, and and people are seeing the reaction to when he first introduces, like he has like his first really hardcore interaction with Anna, right? And I'm like, I get real quiet because I'm watching, and I, and people start loving the reaction. All of a sudden, one of my regulars comes in, and he goes, "You know, we always kind of see you." as the dom on here you're always in charge but you do have some your switch and i was like yeah because he was tipping he was putting in the tip note and he goes i want to see the switch side and i was like okay next thing i know boom tip to where the collar boom tip to where the ball gag boom tip to fuck me with the 10 inch dildo and and all because he, he asked me he goes can we tip you while you're watching the movie i don't want to interrupt it i heard you and i was like oh, of course absolutely he goes i want to see submissive side you between the movie playing in the background and everything happening, I went into full... It was not Mistress Danielle. It was... It submissive was Submissive Danielle. Danielle. And I just went... I mean, we were going hardcore to the fact that I was pounding myself with this 10-inch dildo. I almost forgot I was on cam. I'm here. I got, I'm pulling up my own collar because I have a collar that um, obviously has like the... You can also connect it to your. It has the nipple clamps attached, but you can also. It has pull. the little circle. Yeah, that's like also, a submissive symbol. Right, you can pull the collar. thing as well. Yeah, and I'm pulling at myself. I got the ball gag in, and I am going to town on my pussy. All of a sudden, you just see the numbers in my room go up, go up, and people are like, "Holy shit! I've never seen her like this. Holy shit! I've never seen her like this." That once I was done with that ten inch dildo, I rewarded everybody because now everyone's chiming in, tipping. Yeah, go Danielle. Uh, obviously it's my name on there and I'm sitting there and I go, fuck it. I got a tens unit. I've never used this shit before myself. I've used it on, on, on Chris and, and stuff like that. I'm putting this fucker on me. Can I just say I have, I've needed aftercare before in the past with my submissive side. Of course, you know, I have never once looked at you and said, I know this isn't your area. I'm going to need aftercare after this because I put that tens unit up to 15. It was the most ascending electricity through your body, right so close to like, like obviously like your vagina, your like your clit and everything like that. It was so intense. My legs wouldn't stop shaking. I even felt a little dizzy because I was I was having orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. I was getting dehydrated from it and stuff like that. And you were so amazing for that, by the way, because I know you're not used to this me needing this level of aftercare. Because normally when I'm like this, I'm with a dom. So can I say that it was an incredible thing to watch? Um, honestly, there was there was one moment, and this is like completely off topic, and I feel like I was kind of comical. And obviously, you go back to the guy that said, can we tip you while you're watching this? Because even though it was movie date night, you're still there to make money as well. Of course. And you went into a private show. And yes. there's a few regulars that we know 
that we're cool with and we are good peoples. And I was like, all right, guys, pause. And cause you, you went away. And then I was like, it's a good time for a bathroom break. <laughs> and the one dude that is it, the newer guy. Yeah. I know. It was like, oh, that's a great idea, Philly. And whatnot. <laughs> and it was, it was unique watching you in the environment because you, it's so vicious, Danielle, you know, submissive Philly or whatever. Or and just let Danielle, you know, yeah, talking about uh, hot wife cuckold yeah. all that. It was it was fun seeing you in your submissive environment. And honestly, that brings me into our world of our industry and our, our kink of role play. Yes. Um I you <laughs> we were talking about what we want to discuss. <clears throat> I said I really wanted to discuss role playing because, you know, we always have like these theme nights and things like that at swinger clubs and, you know, um, lifestyle events. Hell, when you go to a, like a, say a hotel takeover, they'll give you like an itinerary of like uh, casino night, Mardi Gras night, or um, dress up as like uh, your favorite cosplay or something of that nature. And what I'm noticing now, it could just be me because I am really diving hardcore into my submissive side with with other people and things of that nature but i'm seeing a lot more of lifestylers who are incorporating role playing not just like swapping and stuff like that but role playing like when you have a uh, back to school night at clubs right everyone like a lot of the a lot of the female patrons dresses, you know, naughty schoolgirls and stuff like that. And I also want to talk about it because I'm seeing a lot more men in particular in the industry really want to escape reality and go down these role play. And some of these role plays are dark. And I'm kind of curious, um, what are your thoughts on this? Can I say one of my biggest regrets is we went to St. Centers and it was BDSM night. And that one was of my favorite nights. the perfect night for us to... That was with sexy Clark Kent. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the uh, amazing female Dom who beat that ass, that amazing <laughs> ass over there. She killed my ass. Uh, with love, care, but pain at yes, the same time. Yes. Um... And one of my biggest regrets is that we didn't, like, fulfill, like, our love for our play, our mistress slave or mistress, uh, whatever you want to call it, play. Mm -hmm. um, well, see, I don't even relate to that. Now, that can be role-playing, but to me, that's kink. I'm talking about role-playing. But that is a role. It is, but I'm more so, like... When you have the co okay, we were kind of just talking about yeah, you being collared last night on your no, own. not even just that. We were talking about I, costume ideas because New Jersey Exotica is right around the Halloween time oh, this year. It's yeah, the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and we do like I I think because I'm such a creative person, which is why I love books. I get lost in books. My imagination goes wild. When I have orgasms, and sometimes when I watch porn, I actually like to watch porn where okay, okay. I'm going to get judged so hardcore. I have a daddy kink, 100%. Maybe it's because I have daddy issues. It's fine. It's no big deal. We all have issues, stuff like that. But, you know, I do sometimes, my orgasms are more powerful 
when I, you know, when everyone says, oh, I usually skip past this part when it's like the setup for it. I don't skip past that part because my orgasms are more powerful when I'm watching like the relationship develop or maybe the stepdad cut like is, is, is feeling seduced by the stepdaughter. He's seducing her. I like that aspect of it. I don't so like we're real and raw, right? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? It's been how many years and how much drama and stuff like that? Yeah. We have had moments and I can vouch for this. Obviously we have had moments where each of us have come from the other person and their dirty talk. The hardcore dirty talk. And it's like, wow, how fucked up are we? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and it's it's gotten kinky. It so. has gotten kinky. <laughs> I, but I think that's where it's just, like, someone said it on my stream the other day that said, I don't conform. Shout out to Captain. He knows who he is. Um I don't conform to societal norms and I don't think any lifestyler does. And I think that's why we are living our best lives. You know, things happen in life, but there's a reason why the majority of lifestylers live very, for the most part, happy lifestyles, right? We're not, we're not living with other podcasters and stuff like that in their home lives and stuff like that. But like when you are, when you have longevity of relationships, I feel like that's, that's a good telltale, like telltale sign that you are doing something that's obviously keeping your marriage fun and alive and healthy and things of that nature. Whether or not we agree or disagree with other podcasters, I'm never rooting for the downfall of their relationship. So no, clearly, absolutely. So clearly, no. but I'm saying, I wonder, there is a correlation between the fact that we all are, whether we disagree with each other on what how we look at things or how we live our lives, there is a correlation to the fact that because we are such very open-minded, we have better relationships. So what most people will think as, oh my God, he just, when you, when, when, when we're, when you're going, when we're doing toy play on me and you're telling me that you want to fuck another girl and her pussy was so much better than mine and I'm pathetic and like things like that. So when I was cut queening you. Cut queening me, yes. Yeah. There would be... I feel 60% of vanilla women would be like, what wow, the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? You're degrading yeah. her. Who would oh, want to hear that? I don't want to hear that. I'm better than any woman out there. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like, I don't, I would never want my partner. I would never want to hear him so say you're, that. So you're kink shaming at that point. I do think that. But now the thing that I'm trying to say is, is that I do think because people are coming, we live in a society where there's much bigger social media than there was years ago. We didn't have TikTok when we started our, our podcasting. We didn't have things like Twitter was big. Well, I mean, but I Twitter TikTok was a thing, but no one knew it. But Twitter was, well, I think it was more of a dance app. Yeah. Now it's an everything app and stuff like that. You have Clapper now, Show which is, that. which is more adult friendly of the TikTok group right. and stuff so like that. So let me but, ask you a question. Yes. Do you think swingers are becoming more role play positive? Yes. Okay. When I see that there's more themed events, we're getting in these themed events and, and People are spending a ton of money. Because role play is different than just being swingers. Swingers is a kink. Do you think... Role play is another level. But I'm seeing lifestylers spend a shit ton of money, which... And this is no shade. I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. I get why they're doing it. You're spending a ton of money to make your costumes as accurate and detailed as possible because you want to be that part. And I, I respect it. I'm like, okay. Just like... 
we started having a discussion in one of my sex worker support groups about role playing and role playing a in sex work and role playing a in our lifestyle whether we're monogamous or not because there's a decent amount of people in my support group who are not monogamous right we started talking about age play because there was a particular i'm not going to say her name there's a particular particular sex worker who she she does everything that's 18 and older which i which i agree on right um i'm fine with age play but i will not role play as someone under 18 and I will never role play with someone who wants to be role playing as under 18. I'm not kink shaming it. It's just my particular um, preference. Like I, that's just not something that I'm particularly no, into or anything like that. But Absolutely. I wonder like what, what type of role playing are our lifestyle is doing in the lifestyle, not just necessarily with your partner, but like when you're swapping or doing something, are you role playing, um, you know, like a, a, a daddy kink? Are you role playing, uh, a, like an age kink? Can are I you ask? role playing a cheating girlfriend kink? Oh, are you shit. like, you like turn me yeah, right no, now. but I'm saying like, are you role playing, you know, what, what, are you incorporating a foot fetish? I know that that's not necessarily role play, but are we incorporating this not just with our primary partners, but with the partners that we're engaging in either soft swapping, uh, full swapping, uh, separate play. Are we doing things in that nature? I just feel like we've seen in a, uh, um, I've seen a, a, a raise in amount of people in our swinging lifestyle that have incorporated like role play of their own. But listen, if you guys have any role play that you're interested in, or you have been doing and you want to talk about it, um, if you listen to the end of the episode, we'll give all our information and you could, you can email us and, or Snapchat us and tell us about what the role play you're doing. Absolutely. I would love to talk about different role plays that people are doing. I would love to know. So I get, I have a, I have a, I have a huge Harley Quinn kink. I really do. And I understand the argument with the Harley Quinn and Joker dynamic, obviously. Mm, it's a toxic relationship. It is a toxic uh, I am, I have a kink of, of toxic. I'm very much into the, 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 the bad boy role playing in a sense, you know what I mean? Like that. I know Absolutely. that he's the bad boy, yeah. a sons of anarchy. Oh my God. Like I'm done. I'm done. Like with a, a guy on a motorcycle with a beard, sons of anarchy type of like feel I I'm creaming all over like my panties. I bet that. But speaking of role play. Yes. You were talking to a status dom. Yes. Now that's a role play. In a way. Uh, Isn't it? Is that not role play? No, because I feel like that's really hit, hit what he's doing. I feel like you when you you're engaging it. in it when you don't isn't role I, I look at role playing as your it's something that you'll never be like okay, like uh when you're doing the schoolgirl play. You're never going to be a schoolgirl okay. type of thing. All right, I see what you're I saying. feel like it is, but no, so yes, you were looking for the follow-up on the status. Yeah. So we actually have, um, we're going to a dungeon um, club, dungeon club, that is in Philadelphia. Uh, we're going there next week, and we are going to engage in our first round of play. We are taking it slow because um, this is very, very new for me. Of course, the daddy-dom thing and stuff like that, that's all in essence to what me and him have discussed while it's very kinky is a lot lower on the spectrum of kinky compared to some of the things. Um, and he does, I'm, I'm so comfortable with him. It's like, it's a really awesome friendship we've developed as well as this, you know, um, kind of, uh, 
I'm going to literally make you like my cum rag sex toy. And it's, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's definitely intense. Um, he did, he's, he's been very open with this, like telling me like, I, he, he's he, this his words. I know you're a badass. I know you're this tough girl. I want you to know that I take this very seriously. So our safe words for, you know, obviously hard stop and I'm getting close to it. I need you to not think that you're being like a pussy or something like that, or you're not this kinky girl that preaches slut positivity. If you use the words to slow down or use the word, the hard stop, he goes, because this could really traumatize your future king play if you don't express yourself or you feel like you can't. And he goes, I want you to know, I'll, like, I'm not, not going to choose not to play with you again if you do a hard stop with something. That just means that we need to talk about it afterwards. Maybe that's not something for you. Or, or that, maybe or that's that something moment, for you. Or that very moment you were overloaded because of everything we did prior to that. Or maybe that's something for you and you just didn't know. Right, and I'm confused about it. That's yeah, why you said talk yeah, about. We'll talk about it afterwards. In I a like sense. that. Yeah, yes, yeah. he's so awesome. Super communicative. Ap oh, like the it's kind of over communication, but I like it. It's overkill, but I like it. I feel it like you is, when the certain kinks we're talking about, you do have to have overkill of, of communication. When you're doing a kink where it comes to like restraints and bondage, hardcore bondage, bondage, breath play. I'm not saying you're doing breath play, but I'm just using that example. Uh, that's on the menu for things, later, later, later. Things where consent might be a hard thing to do in the moment. It's good to talk about it. Well, you, like, can, you can't over talk about we've it. We've talked about <laughs> the, the degrading aspect of it as well. Like certain, like he, my, it's my favorite. He kink. has a degrading kink himself, and certain things, and it can get very deep. I don't necessarily. I'm not sure if I'm ready to share with the listeners the things that we've talked about yet because. I don't know if I'll, I know our listeners are very open-minded, but like when you hear, especially in today's society, a man say certain things that me and him have talked about to a woman type of thing, in the act of it's just us in a play session, it's not like that's how he is in real life because he's been very nurturing and things of that nature. Um, I, I don't know unless you're really truly diving deep into that aspect of the kink community. I don't know if anyone will truly ever understand or I relate. Mean, obviously mean you will talk about it off, uh, yeah. Off microphone. Of course. I was, was going to say course. off camera. But of course. Camera. And he's been very awesome about you. Like including it. He's like, how does Chris feel about everything? Is Chris okay with this? You know, and things like he, right. have you talked so, to Chris? Do you guys about have anything things? coming up? Well, next week. Next, next week, week we're going to um, the we're going to Philadelphia, and it's not even like a you say underground, but it's not underground. Um, it's it's because it's obviously a registered business and stuff like that, but it's an actual dungeon community where there's multiple rooms, and it's not there's multiple more private rooms than there would be at a swingers club because not everyone who's into the BDSM community is also into being watched. It's God. private rooms no, and different sounds, things. You know, you, you've got the restraint area and stuff like that. So I, I would love for me and you to get one of those so we can act out some fun things in the end. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've done the like St. Anthony's I mean, we've Cross been, we've and been, stuff we've like been, that. We've, but we've done like uh, we've had stuff at our house, medium and stuff like that. tame things. But like 
I feel like we need to go somewhere where yeah. we can rent a room for me and you and we can take it to the next level. Yeah, I would love a room yeah. where I don't have my basic equipment that I have here. Yes. I want access to full everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So what's tonight? What's today? What's today? Day? What's today? What's the day of the week? Thursday. And what is on Thursdays? Thursday. And what else? It's Thursday. It begins with a B, ends with a humble. Oh my gosh! Is it not Thursday? It's Bumble Speed Dating. Okay, yeah. so listen, Kinksters, we're gonna we're getting ready to wrap up the podcast episode. We are trying to stay not to doing hour and a half podcast, but you guys are going to love this. Uh, of what I'm about to do. I'm so, going to have to level every, the shit out of you. You got so excited. So You're every Thursday, that microphone right Every now. Thursday, Bumble, it. the dating app, yes. does from 7 to 8 or 7 to 9. You, you, I don't know if it's different for different areas. Um, they do speed dating. And basically... It's not a swiping right thing. You just automatically are joined for a three-minute conversation. It kind of feels like, remember chat roulette? Yes, but but whatever. Safer. <laughs> so I'm going to read you a tidbit. And these are people, I've already gone on a date with one of them. That, these are people that have excellent senses of humor, and they get me. And I actually love this aspect of Bumble. So The floor is yours, girl. I'm going to give you some prime examples. Um, this particular person. Now, remember, these are many screenshots, right? Um, someone I was in a conversation with and I said, do you like pie? He responds, I made like four pies for Thanksgiving. So I guess so. I said, so safe to say you like cream pies? And his response back to me was, uh, I do use that line at people at work a lot. Wasn't expecting that from a woman on Bumble. Luckily not fired yet. Holy shit. I think you might be my dream. And I said, Jeffrey, I'm just looking for a yes or no here. Do you like cream pies? <laughs> um, I go, hello, Pat. He goes, knock, knock. I go, what's your favorite position? He goes, hello, Danielle. Position. I go, yep, position. He goes, in control, yours. I go, I'm more of a quarterback myself. I love seeing the plays and throwing long yards. I go, wait, are we not talking about football? <laughs> <laughs> and then I matched with Dan. Dan was not very responsive on speed dating. So I went, hello, Dan, Dano, Dan the man, daddy, which one? <laughs> he finally responds and goes, ha ha, hmm, why not all of the above? I go, ha ha, okay, daddy, what's your favorite position? Because I, listen, I had a few cocktails. I was kind of liking how the position one happened with the other one. Uh, Dan and Danielle, what are the chances, huh? And he goes, um, which I, I do put, I just want to say on my Bumble, I put Danielle on there um, because people fucking hate when your name is Karen. I can't help it that I was named the fucking meme, so yes. Have to just change it to Danielle uh, and Philly show. <laughs> he goes, um... Uh, probably legs over the shoulder. How about you? I'm a running back fan, personally. Like, I love to drive through a bunch of men. Wait, are we not talking about football? And he goes, LMFAO, holy shit, you got me. You're fucking awesome. Let me buy you a drink. And I fucking love that. So, um, and then, uh, this is another one. Hey, JP. Uh, hello, Din. Hello, Danielle. I'm Joseph. How's it going? Oh, right on, Joseph. Like the Virgin Mary. I dig it since I am also a virgin. Oh, wait. Am I a virgin? I can't really remember. What constitutes a virgin? If you lose your anal virginity, though, you're still a virgin, right? 
<laughs> he loved that. Um, he goes, any plans for the weekend? I go, yep, to lose my virginity. Just not my anal one since I seem to keep losing that one. I love it. <laughs> now, let me ask you a serious question. Um, oh, wait. There's another one. Freddie. Great. Uh, this is where I screenshot the conversation. Have you ever done the speed dating before? Is three minutes enough time? I said, oh, I've been doing speed dating for the for the past two weeks. Um, can you only last three minutes? <laughs> this one goes, I'm in Blackwood country. Oh, I'm in Black. Oh, sorry. I'm in Blackwood currently. Do you drink? Cool, cool. Yep, absolutely. I love to drink. When are you usually free? I said, pussy's open 24 hours, Freddie. <laughs> He goes, LMAO, you've got to be the coolest chick ever. That's great. Um, he goes, hi. And I go, Howie, how's it going, Howie, baby? Danny, great. Excuse me, sir. My name is Danielle. <laughs> but question is, has have any of these really came anything? Uh, well, I went on the date last week with someone, which is pretty awesome. We only hooked up, like, kissing-wise. We didn't do anything else. He's a little bit nervous. He doesn't necessarily know if he's comfortable fucking a married woman. Oh, wow. He's afraid that you'll come after him. And wow. even though I, I showed him our podcast, like, I literally showed him our podcast and everything, he he went on the date knowing I was married. First of all, he did. He was like, okay, swinging cool. And when I started talking about things, he goes, oh, so, like, he must have thought that the swinging lifestyle, like, is a cheating thing. I had to really educate him. Can I be honest? I've guy. never had that fear of them being married. I've never had that worry. Yeah. Uh, this other person, um, I, he asked me, what's your favorite food? I said, favorite food? I'm pretty much a pussy and dick girl. And he goes, a girl. Can't go wrong. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I believe it's called tacos and sausage. <laughs> Basically the same thing. <laughs> he just loved it. Um, and he goes, so what kind of sausage are we talking? Like Vienna sausage? And uh, I said, more sweet and thick. And <laughs> like, honestly, I really do. So the thing is, is I really, I really do love the speed dating because I do think it opens up people and it's not like a you're not just going off of looks and things of that nature it's actually giving people an opportunity to go off of personality and it's just and look you've made a couple connections from men based off your interaction with them at the drop of a hat can I just and we'll end this on my most favorite one yes just so we all know this guy's name is Dom Dom keep Dom in mind Toretto my you just ruined it. Uh, I said <laughs> my first text to Dom or message on the speed dating. Is family everything, Dom? <laughs> he goes, yes. I said, are you just living? <laughs> are you just living your life a quarter mile at a time? He says, yeah, I agree. You has no idea what I'm referencing. And uh, I sat there and I was like, you know, just constantly trying to find that grind and escape, trying to find, you know, that country that doesn't do extradition. 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 Thank you so much. He goes, wait, are we talking about something else? And I was like, aren't you part of the Toretto's? <laughs> and he, we, honestly, every single person that I've engaged in with that has been pretty cool. Oh, and absolutely. we've gotten to see each other's personalities. I've gone on one date. I am still talking to two others. Um, it just, our schedules haven't lined up and, you know, I have invited, like when we went out for the Sixers game at the landmark, I said, Hey, come on out. It, you know. it is a thousand times better than you matching on Bumble and yes. you going, Hey, how are you? And then three days later you get back good. 
and then what? That, like that's 100%. it. One hundred percent. It's like you're having a conversation with someone in the moment. Yes. And you're showing your personality to be fun and giggly and yes. jokey and amazing. And the men that respond pro to it are the ones that you're like, okay, I can get down These with that. These are people that can hang with you me. You don't have yeah. to have a 12-inch dick. Well, you have speaking, a personality like that and a 6-inch dick, I'm happy. Speaking of which, we have to end it on an asshole, right? Because it wouldn't yeah, be sure true bubble. Yeah, man, why not? Damien. Damien and I had a great conversation. I didn't screenshot the beginning of it, but then Damien, something I sent to Damien... Um, I don't know what it is, but Damien thought it was okay to send me the dick pic. And he says this kind. And I says, Damien, are you aware that it's illegal to send an unsolicited dick pic in some states? He went, laws are meant to be broken. And I said, so you think laws are meant to be broken? Uh, this can, some people can actually determine that this is sexually assaulting someone, um, which I respect everyone's opinion on that. It is just a dick pic in a sense. So, don't you like a bad boy? Um, I, yes, I get that. (laughs) And Damien proceeds to tell me, you cannot proclaim to be a slut and then get upset when someone sends you a dick pic. You are devaluing yourself. You are a slut and a whore. That's all that you will be worthy of. Oh, right there. So then I went, Damien, such big talk for such a small dick. (laughs) I wouldn't be sending that dick pic of you. It's actually not impressive at all. In fact, it's a man clit. Quite frankly, I don't even know what contribution you're giving to women with that dick. Your mother should have probably swallowed you and done the world a favor. Wow. Damien got very upset with me and told me that I deserve to be R-worded and I love that you censored our own podcast. Well, that is a trigger for some people, and I do respect that and stuff like that. And then I said, ooh, look at you, Damien, tough guy. Um, You understand that how you're treating me is probably the definition of how you treat women in public. You're probably the same person that thinks it's okay to slap a girl's ass at a bar that you haven't asked consensual. And I was like, which is also illegal. He goes, yeah, I have. Plenty of times. If you're going to wear a certain outfit and act a certain way, you absolutely deserve to be groped in public. What are they going to do? Call the cops? And he puts a laughing face. I had to unmatch on Damien because I felt Lilith rage ringing through my body. No, you did. Obviously, you did the right thing. Yeah. Um, but Damien did not like his dick being insulted well, at all because you know, he, he most called small, me. Most small dick men don't. <laughs> he called me some quite. Unless you're a cuckold, you really don't like your dick small dick being insulted yes you think it's god's gift to women and yes. that's kind of the problem with some men that they think their dick is bigger than it really is and that they're the pleaser of all and they're not yes and they act like that and you did the right thing yeah but speed dating bumble yeah great time don't ignore damien damien yeah. look what we talk about there's always bad apples but in the I, group. I think it's a great thing because you're getting back and forth banter right away yes. and it really gives you know it's like being at a bar you don't go. You don't go to the bar and you're like, "Hey," and then three days later she comes, "Hey," like you go to the bar and you talk back and forth, you banter, yes. you get to know and someone's you personality. And you want to have fun with someone. And I, the, my whole you're starting off jokey, with jokes but... is because I want them to know. First, I don't take myself seriously. I'm not, and yes. I want to ha- find someone to have fun with. Yes. I am a jokester. I want people to feel comfortable with me. So I feel like they probably deal with a lot of uptight, maybe people who are not in the lifestyle. It is Bumble. You know what I mean? There are people there that are looking for love, which is totally fine. But I want them to understand I'm like, dude. I'm because just, you want to find a match for your personality. Yeah, and, and I'm ju- I'm here to just find sexual pleasure and someone to have fun. With. I want to go to the bar. Let's watch a game well, or two. Or tonight something. is Thursday. 
So, so if you want to hear about some fun Bumble speed dating tonight, I'm going to have her screenshot some and put them on our Snapchat. Yes. Yeah, so if you guys want to see that, you can follow our Snapchat. At SwingingAlong69. If you guys want to send us an email about the role playing, are you incorporating that? Are you going to be at Chicago Exotica? Do you have questions and comments, constructive criticism even, you can email us at swingingalong69 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, which we've gotten a shit ton of new Twitter followers. Thank you, lovers. At swingingalong69, and we've had a shit ton of new Snapchat followers, too. Yes, well, we're going to be way, very active follow us, say hi. I wonder who yeah, you are. Yeah, we're going to be very active on that tonight, so absolutely. Oh, it's date night. Yes, it's date night. You can follow and us on Instagram. At swingingalongpodcast. And I say that because wifey loves Instagram. That's her baby. It is my baby. Listen, yeah. I, I have not gotten a community violation yet okay i'm proud of that but guys thank you so much for listening to episode 80 we're so looking forward to the next 20 and getting the 100 and if you have any ideas for 100 and what we should do please email us snapchat us yes twitter us pod, <laughs> tweet in, us tweet us instagram us whatever we love you guys so much yes. thank you so much for listening bye guys bye